The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory, the glory as the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in the place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Merry Christmas. A few days ago, Father Peter was telling me that he met someone very important, someone very special, someone that you probably don't meet every day. He met someone who won the Nobel Prize, the Nobel Prize for Medicine. Every year in October, they gather over in Stockholm and they look through, you know, the world of medicine and chemistry and politics and peace and look for all the big things that have happened and they award this, these prizes, a Nobel Prize. Now, of course, someone who's won a Nobel Prize probably knows the last word on their theme, right? I mean, this is the expert among experts among experts because in science and in politics and in chemistry and in medicine, that kind of knowledge, it brings us the final lasting word, right? If you're a scientist, if you're a doctor, if you're involved in public service, if you're involved in food service and you prepare the best meals and come up with the best recipes, or if you're, in, if you're a, a, a garbage disposal person, I don't know what the politically correct word is, 
and you clear the streets and get everything off the road, you've got the last word. You've finally got everything down, right? We want to get the last word. You know, I'll bet you could ask a Nobel Prize winner. You know, you're the expert among experts. You know the last word. You know everything about this topic, about this theme, about this discovery. How do you think they would respond? They'd probably say, I've, I haven't even started to crack the beginning of it. I've dedicated my life to this. I've dedicated my life to this achievement. Now that achievement has been recognized. But you know what? I've hardly begun. What I've done isn't the last word by any means. It's hardly even the beginning of the first syllable. Hardly the beginning of the first letter. That shouldn't make us frustrated. It should make us kind of excited. Because there is always more and more and more for us to discover. More and more for us to find the marvels of this world, the intricacies of our relations with one another, the marvel of the human heart. We want to get to the last word, but what would happen if we got to the last word and then there was nothing else? Wouldn't that be disappointing? Wouldn't that be discouraging? In the second reading, we heard, in times past, God spoke to us in fragmentary and varied ways. But now he has spoken to us through his Son, his Word, the one creating, redeeming Word of God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's only begotten Son. There is no other word. There is no further word. Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate today, is not just the beginning of the first letter. He is the final word. Word. And the marvel is we will never get to the end of the depth of the riches of God's love already given to us in Christ Jesus. That's why year after year we can come back and sing the same songs and hear the same stories and look at the same little figures in the manger. And they touch our hearts, not because we're just made for nostalgia and we long for a past that probably none of us ever actually had. I mean, watched Christmas movies. Did you ever live like a Christmas movie that you watch? Whether it's Home Alone or A Christmas Story or It's a Wonderful Life. None of us lives a Christmas movie. But each one of us longs to know that final word. And the fact is God's full word The fullness of God's love, it comes to us 
not just in little bits and pieces, not in fragmentary, partial ways. God's word comes to us in its fullness in Jesus Christ, but in a way that we can receive in this passing moment. I hope that last night you had a good dinner. We did. I hope today you'll have another good meal. We probably will. Are you sad because you can't consume a lifetime's worth of nourishment in one sitting? I mean, sometimes we try, but that's Thanksgiving. Aren't you grateful that you can always come back to the table and find that the nourishment you need for this moment is there? Oftentimes it's the same old recipes, but it's fresh. You can't eat yesterday's meal again. That's been done. But the nourishment you need now is here for you now. So why do we get discouraged that in a moment we can't grasp the fullness of God's love? God's love is given to us in its fullness in Christ in every passing moment, and the fullness of God's word is present and available to you and to me in every situation and in every passing moment. And we will never get to the end of it. We will never get to the bottom of this one saving word of God's love. That shouldn't make us frustrated any more than a Nobel scientist is going to throw away his award and say, I haven't reached the end. He's going to say, I've just begun. And every time we approach the Lord, we don't get a theory. We don't get a better hypothesis. We don't get a better plan. We get the fullness of God's infinite love, and we never get to the bottom or the end of it. And that should fill us with amazing confidence, unshakable joy, great courage, and strength. Because no matter how often we come hungry, weary, confused, the fullness of God's word is given to us. His one saving word. His word is love. And his name is Jesus. And he is born of the Virgin Mary. And he comes to you and to me to give us everything we need in this passing moment. And he has everything we will ever long for or desire through all of eternity. You won't get bored spending eternity with God. And you'll never go hungry living this moment with Christ. He is born for us. He is born for you. Merry Christmas.